It's time to talk about all things mental health. This is Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. As a seasoned licensed therapist, Cecile is the owner of Transcend Therapy and is here to inform, guide, and reconnect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. Cecile and T. Smith are passionate about making a lasting and positive impact on people, connecting them to their own wisdom and strength while having a little fun along the way. Get ready to challenge the power of your human spirit. It's time for Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Get Mental Podcast. Hopefully, everyone is doing well, staying safe and healthy, hanging in there. You are listening to Cecile Aarons and... What's up, guys? It's T. Smith. Hope you guys are feeling amazing today. A little supernatural. (laughs) <laughs> welcome, welcome to today's call, guys. What's happening? Yeah, we have a uh, an amazing topic. Amazing seems to be our word, T, but we do always pretty much feel happy most days than not, um, mm-hmm. high on life. But the reason it's amazing is because now it's our turn to talk about what men do wrong in relationships. Last time we talked about what the women uh, tend to do wrong and get wrong in relationships. So now we are turning it, our attention over to how we can help men improve. Yes. You're ready, T? Yes. Don't, don't get your all, don't get your feelings all hurt now. Once I start. You know what? Fellas, I got our back today, but y'all might be mad at me today, but I got to keep it real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's what it's all about, right? Helping people grow and elevate. So, okay, without further ado, um, the number one thing on my list is men's tendency to jump into fix-it mode too soon, by the way, in the conversation, or just overall, you know, uh, tendency to um, just want to fix the problem, which sounds like a great idea, right? If you think about it, like, hey, what's wrong with that? I'm actually just trying to find a solution. It's great. We want that. But oftentimes the way this presents for us is you guys don't want to listen to our feelings. You don't want to kind of hang in there and, you know, see us cry. <laughs> or you don't want to be part of the roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> no. Because uh, no. I know we do take you guys on some roller coaster rides. <laughs> yes, all the time. So, and for us, really, it's premature. A lot of times when, you know, when we experience you giving advice, it's, we are not ready for that part yet. We're just processing, you know, we're still making sense of our own thoughts and feelings. So even if your solution might be right or great, we still want to unpack. We still want to talk about our thoughts and feelings. Yes. So that's where women say, we just want you to listen. And that can be really challenging. Why is that challenging for men, by the way, just to listen? And that's one of our biggest things. So let's just kick the door down on the first one. <laughs> yes, men do not listen. That's the, <laughs> let me let the cut out the bag. <laughs> um, it's because primarily, you know, men, we think on a bigger scale mm-hmm. and we don't really get too much into the details mm. because we associate the details with a lot of pain. <laughs> Oh, oh, I got to go shopping with you. Oh, I got to go. 
we got to pick this out. We got to do this for the in-laws. We got to do this. And yeah. It just turns from one thing to the next. And it's like, I'm done. I'm over this, you know? And, <laughs> but really, you know, women, what I realized in my life is that, yes, I've seen women get mad at me for trying to fix a problem. And really they just wanted to talk. They just needed to vent. And I, you know, we, it's hard to see value in that, right? Just listening, not even responding, yeah. you know? So that's something I've been working on that, it's not a man's job to fix all of the woman's problems anyway. Thank you. A lot of times it's just, we're here to listen, let you guys vent, and then let you know that we're here to, to help you fix your own problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, to hold your hand and walk with you while you're fixing your own problems. You can be an ally. You don't have to be the captain of our ship all the time. Yes. And a lot of times we, because we, we don't want to associate with the pain or, you know, us slowing down to listen to some things that, that may not be trivial to us, but means the world to y'all. Mm-hmm. It could be detrimental because there, it builds a disconnect. Yes. Yes. You know, so we'll be out here. We're together, but we feel like rooms apart, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that, that listening plays a major role because if, if men really listen to women, women tell us everything we need to know. Mm-hmm. We just don't listen, you know, or we hear, we hear y'all voice or we hear something that we've already made up in our mind, what y'all sound like or what y'all need to say. Yeah. Or you think you already know what we need to do. About yes. That. And have and like 90 percent of the time we'd be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fellas, we got to take a step back and let our women vent, let our women speak. You know, a lot of times in situations, our women are the neck, even though we may be the head of the house, the women are the neck. Mm-hmm. And they turn us in, they turn us in the directions that we need to go. But you're not going to know that if you don't listen to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so our women have a lot of value and insight because they do focus on the small things, the details. Mm-hmm. And we just focus on the big picture, the big vision. And we, we're we at risk of missing out on a lot of little things that make all the big things happen. That's right. That's right. It's the little things. That's why there's that wisdom, uh, you know, uh, old saying, right? It's the little things. And so for us, you just being there, being present goes a long, long way. It's like a major deposit into the emotional love bank account, as we call it. Yes. And actually, guys, that also means take the pressure off of yourself. Like, how awesome is that? Like, oh, I don't have to have all the answers when my partner is talking to me. You can collaborate on a solution, you know? And that actually gets us in trouble. When you feel like you got all the answers, then you got to go prove something. Right, right. You know, and it's on, it ain't even worth, it ain't worth the time or energy to try to prove something. And all she wanted you to do is listen. Yes, yes. And listening can be hard just to kind of be on the, to validate you guys a little bit because you guys are problem solvers kind of, and you, you're a linear thinker, meaning, you know, it all has to make sense, connect the dots. What's the goal? What's the goal? What's the goal? Right. And it's not your fault. You know, it's not your fault. And we're not saying we don't need that. It's just and that we don't want your input. It's just be mindful of when in the conversation you do it, right? Like let yeah. us vent, and then we'll be more open to you saying, hey, honey, have you thought about this? Or what about this, right? Then we have no problem taking your feedback because we've already felt heard and listened to. Mm. 
you know? So yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you agree. What's on your list? So some things some men do wrong is, you know, we talked about this in other um, episodes that I want to bring back up. Um, definitely, we get too comfortable way too soon. Mm. And we stop, we stop pursuing her like we did to get her, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times it's not that we take things for granted, you know, it's just, you think that woman will never leave. Right. You know, you just really, you lose appreciation when you don't give the, the woman the attention she needs. Like, you know, you got to court her. Like you can't never stop dating your significant other. Absolutely. And a lot of times men, because of our ego and our pride, we feel like because we have a woman's love, we own her. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know? or that it, it, it's, it's a done deal. Yes. Right. Kind of like a done deal. You can take it to the bank. We good. <laughs> Yeah, that is so true. You know, thank you for saying that because a lot of ladies do end up feeling, you know, uh, I hear it a lot, like taken for granted and just the men not um, not doing the small stuff, right? But again, yes. back to it's the little things, you know, love is a verb. Love is a verb. It doesn't end and it's not just, you know, on special occasions that you show up for your partner. Yes. So, Love is definitely a verb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that, um, fellas, we got to get back to dating her like when you first met. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it might change a little bit, right? It's not like, okay, what's your sign? What's your phone? What's your shoe size? <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, li- like little things, love notes, things that don't yeah. cost money, you know, telling her. Hey, you look really nice today, babe. Things like that light us up, you know, saying thank you if we did something that you really appreciate. Even the things that we do every day, thanking us for that. Hey, hon, thanks for, you know, grabbing the groceries or thanks for picking up, you know, your child. All those things that seem um, like a routine it still makes us feel good when you express your appreciation for those things. It never gets old. Those mm. are the little things, right? Kind of like a water, a plant will always need water and sunlight. That's kind of how you want to think about your relationship is that these things are essential. The little things are essential if you want to continue to grow this relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So my top two on my list, T, and I really want you guys to listen to this because this happens a lot which is men's tendency to oversimplify our emotions. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's like we get mislabeled, you know, oh, she's being needy, oh, too much drama, oh, you know, she's being controlling, oh, she's nitpicking, oh, she's nagging me, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. We do not like those words. Ooh, we don't. It like is so them. funny because you're absolutely right. Yes, we put you guys into a box because <laughs> of your feelings. Yes, and you you have all these labels for us. It's popular culture too. Yes, you know, and it just keeps perpetuating itself. But really, like, there's so much going on, you know. And we talked about this in our previous episode about what women do wrong where I said, women get triggered, women get activated. And there's usually deeper underlying stuff going on as to why 
were behaving a certain way. way. (laughs) (laughs) The labels. She's a nag. Oh my God. She's she's crazy. Yes. That's the other one. She's psycho. She's psycho. This girl's crazy. I don't know. I mean, we get so much, yeah. Like we we don't get a whole lot of benefit of the doubt, I guess is what I'm trying to say when it comes to our emotions. You guys yeah. tend to oversimplify it. So, you know, men, if I'm pretty sure you guys can relate to this, right? Just think about how many times that's worked out for you when you've minimized our feelings. When you've never. 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 Be- what usually never. happens, T, when you start doing that? So when you start doing that, she loses all respect for you. It's because that's a ble- that's a, a plain out sign of disrespect. It's dismissive. It's dismissive. Like, uh, your feelings don't matter to me. Mm-hmm. And it'll be disrespectful. Yeah, it's not like women want respect too as well. And it's like when you don't hear her out, check her feelings, it's like a smack in the face. Yes, but what happens to the argument? What happens to the conversation when you start doing that? It's just one-sided. Yeah, but it gets worse, doesn't it? It gets worse, yeah. And and what happens with women, like, they'll talk, and then when a woman starts getting quiet, she's about to leave. <laughs> or she's about to say some choice words. Yeah, that's about to hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> she's already... <laughs> you guys know how to... You, you know what buttons to press, for sure. Yes. or she's Every a, woman she's, knows what buttons to press. Or she's trying to restrain herself. Yes. From hurting her. restrain herself because a woman will, what? Will bring a <laughs> titty to your eye. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you're right. The conversations get shorter and shorter and then words are exchanged. The communication changes. Then the vibe changes. Yes. And sometimes so that's a, it gets worse. Yes. That's a road, right? That people, man, man, fellas, you don't want to go down that road. No. And so here's my, you know, quick practical advice. When that's happening, when you're when when you're seeing your partner have a lot of emotions, just pause for a second. That's your number one uh, thing to do, fellas. Pause so that you can really think it through. Like your response has a consequence. So yes. try to get out of the name calling. Don't use those words. They're very inflammatory to us women. It actually makes us way more upset you know, than, than the, the situation calls for, right? And nothing good comes out of it. So instead, once you pause and you recognize that, oh, I'm about to say the thing I usually say, you know, um, do a U-turn. Hey, honey, I'm so sorry that you're upset. Let, is there anything I can do to help you? Yeah. Can you imagine what that would do to a conversation? Yeah. If you just <sighs> slowed it down a little bit and showed some support. So these are skills we talk about in couples counseling or just in therapy in general is how to recognize if you're in a pattern with your partner and how to slow it down so you can have a different response. Because by the time you're labeling our behaviors, you're also in a reactive state. Okay. Because then that means you can't handle it either, right? Like something is happening to you as well that you can't be there emotionally for your partner. Okay. You know, so it is deep. It is deep. So that's one of the things that I think um, men do a lot and women universally really don't like. So you got to work on that. So I think another thing um, men men do or shouldn't do, I think um, a lot of times we put words into women's mouths. Mm-hmm. 
And what I mean by that is we we make the decisions for our wife before we allow them to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Give them like we have to give our it's like when you're when you're an alpha man, you're ahead, you're the head of the house, you always gotta make decisions. You're not to say under pressure, but there's a lot of responsibility on the head. And so a lot of times you are neg- ne- neglect the value and the opinions of your helpmate, mm-hmm. of the women in our life. And a lot of times men, you know, we don't communicate properly. Like we rob you guys of certain decisions and certain opportunities because we don't give you guys an opportunity to share. You don't ask for our input in certain yes. areas. We don't ask for your input. So it's like almost a dictatorship. <laughs> You know, like, whereas it's almost a, even though it's out of love, but it's like, it's your way or the highway. And you have to get, fellas, you got to get in a space where you don't want to make decisions. I mean, you can, of course, you're a male, but certain decisions need to be made as a whole. Yeah, it's about partnership. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that get tiring for you guys, though, to constantly feel like the relationship or, you know, the... The economics of the relationship is on your shoulders. It doesn't have to be that way. It is. It's yeah. a partnership, and that's part of our. That's part of ego. Mm-hmm. And your ego, conditioning. Your conditioning. Yeah, okay. that's, your, that's bad leadership. Yeah. When you feel like it all has to be on you, you're not delegating properly. You're not communicating your strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So you you take everything on personally, and you start to. You start to, what's the word I'm looking for, um, despise the woman because, number one, you never gave her an opportunity to help out in this rescue. But then you despise her because she's not helping, but you're not giving her an opportunity to help. Right. We can't meet your needs if we don't know what they are. Right. And if you're not communicating the same token to the ladies, we're not mind readers. Right. Yes. That's why communication is so critical critical everything is everything right yes you know but man we got to do a better job so man if you guys are listening in you know we got to do a better job of letting our women make their own decisions mm-hmm. or co- collaborating with us including us yes you know and i know you mean well right because even sometimes my husband does it and i know he means well he's going to make some moves and i'm going to hear about it later and you know even though it's well-meaning and the outcome is great. You know, I still tell them like, hey, hon, why don't you tell me about that? I would have loved to have known that you were in that process. You know, it doesn't happen all the time. But, you know, I think a lot of times it's also innocent on your guys' part. But, um, you know, it's yes. it can be two heads are better than one, right? You yes, always. So what's the what's the harm in asking, in collaborating, in consulting? I mean... You know, I could have, or we could give you guys opinions that you didn't think about, right? Absolutely. Giving you a different perspective. So, yeah, the process is usually just as important as the goal. So the process in which a couple pursues a goal is usually just as important, if not sometimes more important than the goal. Because again, you want both parties in the relationship to feel good about things, to feel good yeah. about what's happening, right? So I'm glad you brought that up. 
So I think it's time for a break, my dear. Okay. So when we return, we will continue this conversation about what men tend to do wrong or get wrong in relationships. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Let's do it. More wisdom and strength for your mental health and emotional well-being is on the way on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice known as Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You're not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Supporting local business isn't always convenient, but at Ortiz Market, it is. Ortiz Market has all your shopping needs right at the corner of Escondido Boulevard and 13th Avenue in Escondido. They're family-owned and operated and feature a huge selection of local beverages. And if they don't have what you're looking for, they'll order it for you. That means you can get what you want without the long lines you find at big-name supermarkets. The best part is they care about serving our community and are here to join the fight to destigmatize mental health and let people know you are not alone. Visit Ortiz Market today at the corner of Escondido Boulevard and 13th Avenue in Escondido. Get ready to have some fun while you reconnect with your own wisdom and strength on Get Mental. Now, here's your hosts, Cecile Ahrens and T. Smith. Welcome back, you guys. This is Get Mental Podcast, and you are listening to Cecile Ahrens and Mr. T. Smith. What's up, guys? (laughs) We are talking about what do men do wrong in relationships. And if you've missed any of it... um, you can always listen to our podcast anywhere you listen to our podcast. And yeah, we're just going to jump right back into it. Um, the next topic on the list. Well, first of all, let's just recap. The first thing we talked about is men's tendency to um, jump into fix it mode. And we also talked about men's tendency to over oversimplify our feelings and put us in boxes or mislabel mislabel our behaviors as needy, dramatic, crazy, controlling, all those things that don't help. Um, I think uh, T T talked about, what did you talk about, T? So I talked about (laughs) a lot of things men don't do, right? Uh, We talked about listening. Yes, not listening. Not listening, man. Terrible, terrible listener, you know. Um, Then we talked about, you know, really about robbing women of the choices and and decisions that moves the relationship forward. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So now I want to talk about difficulty being honest or upfront with your emotions. Those are one of the things I think you guys can improve upon or grow in. Um, So this typically looks like shutting down, withdrawing, getting quiet, avoiding conflict, right? Um, Deflection. Sometimes even anger can be a way that this manifests because anger is 
in a way easier to express than other feelings, you know, just sadness or hurt. It's difficult for men to be that vulnerable. Right. Um, And sometimes in the dating world, it can be uh, manifested as ghosting in ghosting behavior Mm. where you're just, you're just disappearing into the wilderness. (laughs) Check out. You just checked out and we don't know what happened, right? Because you're not talking about it. Yes. Right? You can't even, some men can't even give the ladies the respect of like, hey, we're not interested. We change your mind. I wish you all the best. Right? So why do you think that is T? Why do you guys have, generally speaking, I mean, you're really great with your emotions because you've done a lot of work on yourself. But like, generally speaking, why do you think it's so hard for men? Great question. I think that. Be transparent. Yeah. It's a. It's an ego thing. And when you base off, when you, when you're asking me to be vulnerable, you ask, you asking a lot of men on a, on the basic level to give up their masculinity. Ah, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. My ego says I need to be dominant. I need to be tough. I need to be strong. And for most men, they don't know how to articulate that to their woman. They don't know how to show that through emotions and feelings that it's okay to cry. It's okay to be hurting. It's okay to have down days. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, men, you know, we've been hurt too. So it's like we don't want to be so vulnerable that we get ran over. Right. You feel me? That we get ran over. We get, it's a lot of men that get taken advantage of too. Yeah. But we feel you the know? same way too. We feel nobody really likes to be vulnerable, meaning it's hard, it's a practice. Yes. You know, but yeah, especially for men, I think because you guys are have that conditioning you have to work against, right? It starts off at, on the playground or maybe even at home, right? Or culturally. Yes. And we got to get uncomfortable to really, you know, to be face that. Absolutely. Because when we're chasing a woman, getting to know her, then we're uncomfortable. We're ready to do it all. But when you finally got her, get in a relationship, you don't want to be vulnerable. Like, you know, you got to have that same energy that you needed and who you were becoming to get to know her. You got to have that same energy to keep her. Yes. And that's going to require you being vulnerable. Yes. Like, you're not going to be able to, fellas, you're not going to be able to love the way you need to love unless you're willing to be hurt the way you need to be hurt. Yes. And you're not going to be able to receive it if you don't open your heart a little more, which is really what vulnerability is about. Right. Absolutely. And we find it sexy, by the way, you guys. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, a certain extent, not overly, you know, not too much, but meaning, (laughs) (laughs) meaning in any situation, it's balanced, right? Like with the ladies too, like, yes, express your feelings. But if you're always upset and you're always crying, of course, it's going to be really tough on your partner and overwhelming, right? We want balance. We want stability. But when you are crying, you have no idea how many times women have talked about, oh my God, my mom, my, my, my boyfriend or my husband cried. And do you know what? I've only seen him cry. It's usually like within one hand that we count Like, we're just shocked by it, basically, when it's happening, but we're so touched and moved by it, you know, because then we know that, wow, this really, this really hit him hard, you know, kind of thing. But I know there's more than what more moments in in a man's life where they've been hit hard emotionally. And the thing is, not that you have to cry every single time, that's not what vulnerability is, but it's about willing, willingness to feel your feelings, and to express them to your loved one and get get support for it. Because what mm. you're doing is you're allowing us 
in. You're letting us in. You're opening the door so we can really be there for you and with you, you know? And you, your needs and your feelings matter too, guys. Mm. You know? And you deserve to be heard as well and listened to. Mm. Why do you think a lot of men who have close relationships with their mom, right? Think about it. They love it. They go to mom. They talk to mom because it's safe, right? You probably can relate to that, T. Yes, I think it's, it's different for every man. Um, and I, and I, I completely agree with you. It's, it's safe. Mom is always going to hold you down. So it's about trust, right? The reason you're vulnerable is because you don't trust that other person fully. Preach it today. Yes, right. Preach it today. Yes. But the thing is, sometimes you got to start with vulnerability to build trust. That's the irony. Oh, that's deep. I like that. Mm -hmm. You got to take some emotional risks to build that trust, you know? And we ladies want that. We want that. We welcome it. Don't be so scared, guys, because we this is our this is our arena. This is what we're really most of us are really natural at this. So give us a chance. You know, we want to know how you feel. Mm. Okay. I love it. It's gonna take it's gonna take trust to be vulnerable. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So mm. that's what it's about. And that's the dance of intimacy, you know. There's going to be, there has to be a, a, a certain level of trust and safety there for you to want to open up more. But then the more you open up, the more that trust and safety can get stronger. Yes. Mm. You know, they go hand in hand. So, yeah. The only way to grow. It's the only way to grow and deepen your love. You, you're going to have to have those moments, you know. And vulnerability, by the way, this is one of the the myth or the misunderstandings about vulnerability, it doesn't always mean verbal expression. Yes. Okay. It's not always like, oh, I'm feeling this and that and this and that. No, sometimes it's just, you know, body language. It's just you crying, maybe you hugging your partner, you know, showing your nonverbal ways of expressing your love for that person. It could be letting your partner hold your hand. Because she knows you're upset or you had a hard day at work, mm. right? It could be letting your partner, you know, just kiss you and hug you because she knows you had, you know, a hard day. Like receiving, receiving is a form mm. of vulnerability. So there's different ways that this can, this can be cultivated. Nice. So what's on your list, T? Other things well, you guys you think do could improve on? I think as far as too, let's let's talk about the bedroom. Mm, oh yeah, the bedroom. Nobody ever talks about the bedroom, but yes, let's talk about the bedroom. Mental <laughs> <laughs> is about to go mental. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I think a lot of times, you know, when you court your significant other, you need to always be learning their body. Mm-hmm. You need to be always learning what stimulates them, what turns them on. And in the bedroom, you know, as you get older, the spice should not leave the bedroom. Mm-hmm. It actually should intensify. Yeah. Because if you if you're if you're completely listening, you're learning them, and that's what it really is. You got to learn your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, and in a relationship, you're teaching your partner how to love you correctly. Right. You know, so definitely in the bedroom, there has to be some vulnerability as well. Right. Right. To have those real conversations like, hey, 
how can we explore this more? Mm-hmm. What's some things? Because I mean, sooner or later, the missionary gets old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, trust and safety is a big part of that, right? Trust and safety. Mm. Trust and safety. Usually what happens outside the bedroom directly impacts what happens inside the bedroom. Mm. You know? So sex is one of those things that where men and women have been out of sync, right? Meaning we're more emotionally based. Yes. You've heard this many times of like, if you want us to um, perform or be open sexually, we got to feel the love throughout the day, usually. Yes, that's a good, and that is a perfect point because most men, we don't think like that emotionally and we're going in there to take it, you know, to take you down, You hit, right? You, you feel, I'm about to take you down today. <laughs> right, We're you not think- are so much more physical about that. Yes. You know, and you it's- love, I guess there's a difference between love and sex, huh? Oh, yes. Love is love and sex is sex. Love is love and sex is sex. Got it. Mm. Yeah. But to yes, and you, you know, for women, the romance start outside the bedroom. Oh, yeah. If and you guys get that right, your sex life is going to be amazing. There's a reason <laughs> women are like, no, I'm too tired. You know, <laughs> no, I don't feel like it. Right. And sometimes, though, there are like biological reasons, right, that affect libido, stress, and all of that. Um, but in general, when, you know, when there's a pattern, especially, or long periods of time where you're not having a sexual activity, that's usually because there are problems in the relationship that are not being addressed Mm. outside of the bedroom. Mm. Okay. So if, if it's not a biologically based libido medical condition problem, then it's a relationship problem, usually, that's mm. getting in the way of the, the women usually are, are the ones not feeling it, you know, generally speaking, um, because we're just we're, we're not like you guys. It's not a switch we can just turn on and off. It's all connected right for us, you know, which kind of sucks in a way because, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like that. Right. Yes. Yeah. But that's what you guys have to understand is if you want more of that in the bedroom, you got to pay attention to what's happening outside the bedroom. Signs. Okay. So we got to, we got to be careful. Okay. So yeah. Intimacy starts outside the bedroom. Yes. You got, do you feel like men are as romantic still? I think so. And again, back to the love language. If you guys listen to our talk uh, in the previous if you can start to recognize and appreciate how your partner shows love you probably recognize that there's a lot of romance in your relationship romance doesn't have just have to be about you know somebody buying you flowers yeah yeah so you know you definitely want to pay attention to how your Uh, partner is showing love to you because the more you can recognize those moments then the more love you're going to feel in the relationship and romance what romance means to you might not be the same as what that means to your partner so really we have to redefine this word romance and expand 
our definition because it's not going to look one way, right? It's not Valentine's Day every day, right? (laughs) Flowers delivered to your door every day. Like there's other ways when you start to really look at this concept of celebrating your partner and, you know, loving them for who they are. There's, there's so much love there that they give to you on a day-to-day basis, but you may not be recognizing it when you're too caught up in kind of the, the Hollywood version of romance. Yes. The Hollywood version. (laughs) Right. You know, especially the notebook, right? The notebook. Brian Gosling really, like I said, he did a number on this. (laughs) Ruined it for all of you. So yeah. What about you T anything else on your list? How else can we grow? How else can you guys grow? Sorry. Um, So another thing that I think um, men need to have and work on is being patient. Mm, I'm all ears. What do you mean by that? I like it. So a lot of times that because men, we think linear, we want to go straight to the the solution. To the point. To the point. We kind of rush through things. Yes. Yes. 100%. And you know why I think that is, T? Because you guys are also very goal-oriented. Yes. Right. It's all about, okay, what's, what's the point? What's, what's the bottom line? What's the goal? Cause Absolutely. we're ready to move on to the next goal or we just want to check out sometimes or just relax. Right. Right. And you know, with women, fellas, you have to be persistently patient and getting to know them. Like, you know, you're, you, it's like you have to enjoy the moment, live in every moment with, with your queen, with your wife, live in those moments where, you know, you, you, you ain't got to always be thinking about the goal, the end in mind, the, the future. Mm-hmm. Just take that time and just grow with her. Right. You know, come back to today. And where is she at today? You know, have some patience with where you guys are going, what you're working with, what you're working on. And, um, you know, because women are detail oriented. Mm-hmm. It's all about the details. And if you don't show patience, you will rush the details and the picture won't turn out the same. Right. So, so you just definitely want to make sure that you are giving her time, you know, inside, you know, time and patience to really develop into the woman you need, into the support you need, into the queen that you want. Mm-hmm. So patience plays a good role. And a lot of times men rush into the bedroom. We rush into big decisions. We rush into things that hinder us that we'll have to pay for and start back over at the at the beginning. Yeah. You know, so I just think that a lot of times men, we need to become more patient with our women. Yeah. Sometimes the goal is to just be, be here now, be present, be present, you know, and that's the such moment. an abstract concept, I think, especially for men. Right. Um, but what that looks like, guys, is really, yeah, just, you know, carving out time to do nothing with your with your partner where you're just hanging out or you go for a walk or have some rituals in your relationship. You know, if you both are very busy, have some rituals in your relationship so you can kind of build this mindfulness in of like, hey, how was your day? You know, you kind of keep your finger on the pulse. Right. Of like what's happening to your partner and what kind of day they had and vice versa so that you can kind of be constantly on the same page. And even though those little check-ins, those moments of presence, that helps address what happens in the bedroom. All of that is juice for the sex. Yes. You know, 
it's there's a natural kind of flow that happens when people feel loved and appreciated. <laughs> Absolutely. That flow, you know, you said something big, that flow is everything. Your vibe mm-hmm. really attracts your tribe. And you're absolutely right, man. Living in the moment, wife, is, is hard when you have so many bad ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so we got to detach ourselves from the past and remove, like, the future hasn't even happened yet. This is all in your imagination. So we need to just focus on the value of the time we have right now right. with each other. Yes. You know, and I'm guilty of that. We always want to work on, see, men, we're building this heaven for our woman. But while you build in the heaven, you will miss out on the heaven in her and the time and the journey that you guys spend bringing everything to life. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we're working for a future, but you're missing out on the moment. Yeah. And that's what our culture is, right? Work, 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 put money towards retirement so that maybe, you know, traditionally, right? Traditional couples, then maybe we can do all these things when we're older, right? We're planning for the future. A lot of people are working a lot, separated throughout the day, come home tired and drained and burned out and have little juice left for each other. And that's why vacations are a big thing because that's usually when couples, you know, or families reconnect and hang out with each other but it doesn't have to be like that right. it doesn't have to be like that that's one model but again you know if you had a, a, a like a built-in practice of presence and mindfulness in your relationship you don't necessarily need to keep going on vacations just to connect you're going to have it every day Thanks. right but it takes consciousness so these, these are what we call, right, back to get mental being, also signs to the streets. This is what we call conscious relationships, T. That's what we call them. So conscious relationships are exactly that. There's more consciousness and thought and intentionality in the design of the relationship. You're not just going with emotion, through the motions. You're not just, you know, uh, doing a cookie cutter version of your relationship because that's what society tells you it should look like. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We settle for that cookie cutter relationship. <laughs> oh yeah. And we're also different. Right. But mindfulness, I cannot stress that enough. And again, another buzzword sounds trendy, but this has been around for centuries, you know, especially back in the, the East in the Asian Buddhist, um, Buddhist world. It's really about, being a little bit more still and a little bit more present in your life and not just picking, you know, the parts of your life that you like, right? Like life is not an a la carte menu where you're like, okay, I'm going to have this with that and that and this, and that's it. Like meaning celebrating all the great in the relationship and also like embracing the shitty parts because that's all part of the relationship. Yeah. Right? And choosing how you show up in those moments. That takes consciousness. Yeah. So that's my that's my uh, two cents on what you guys can do better. <laughs> we can work. We're going to listen more. We're going to slow down, be patient more. Yep. Try not um, to fix all our problems. We're not expecting you to do that. Yes. We're going to let we're going to let you and God fix you guys' problems. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. just going to hold your hand every step of the way. Yes. And maybe learning ways to be more vulnerable, to let us in, to receive when you're having a bad day. You don't always have to be Mr. Tough Guy. It's okay to cry. It's okay to say, 
I had a really, you know, challenging day to day. I need a hug or I need a jambalaya. (laughs) (laughs) Jambalaya. That sounds great right about now. (laughs) I know. Sorry, guys. You just heard my son yelling, welcome to uh, quarantine (laughs) COVID-19 podcasting. This is the reality. I I get mental. He just lost his marbles, I think. I just heard him yelling. (laughs) This is the Corona version. This is the Corona version of Get Mental. So thank you (laughs) for being patient, honestly. Hopefully the recording sounds okay because we are literally in two different um, states. I'm in Cali and T's in Chicago so or Illinois. So um, we are trying to make this work the best way we can. Mm -hmm. So yeah, any final words, T? Yes, for all the fellas out there, just be patient, you know, have an open mind this year and really be attentive, Mm -hmm. really be attentive to the woman that's in your life. Show some appreciation and some attention to the details. And I think that alone has shifted a lot of relationships on our part to more successful, long term, healthy marriages. Amen. Be be willing to let us in because we want to be there for you. We want to help you. We want to listen. We want to support you. We want to take your pain away. We just do it differently than men do, you know? Yes. So, yes. And as well, guys, you know, don't forget to guys follow us on Instagram, Get Mental, Get Mental Podcast, Facebook group, guys. We got the Get Mental uh, Facebook group, guys. So if you ever want to come in on Tuesdays, Cecile does a um, Transformation Tuesdays where we take a topic and we show you guys how to really transform. On Thursdays, I just put a lot of things in perspective on I think it through Thursdays. Feel free to come into the group, guys, ask questions and share what's on your mind. And we love to feedback from our Get Mental community. And we just ready to take it to another level as well. Um, happy holidays to all everybody that's out there right now and just enjoying life and staying safe and help, guys. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And uh, we'll see you guys in our community. Yes, yes. We're recording this on Memorial Day weekend. So that's why T said happy holidays. Um, You guys stay safe. I know it's a very different Memorial Day for all of us. But count your blessings and just, you know, maybe continue to practice being still and mindful of all the things you can be grateful for today, uh, regardless, despite what's happening in in our world right now. Um, also, just to remind you guys, we are also, we just uh, launched a YouTube Get Mental page. So um, if you also want to check out our talks and videos, um, there's a lot of value in a lot of this, uh, the videos that TNI creates. So it's free, it's useful, it's readily applicable. Um, take advantage of it. There's really no good reason anymore, really, to um, kind of stay stuck and not grow because there's so much information at your fingertips. So get mental on YouTube. And then um, soon we're also launching our website and some merchandise. I'm so excited. And some courses. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's just, we're just getting bigger and stronger. And thank you guys for your support. And anytime you um, have feedback for us, we're always open to grow and to learn and to know that we are supporting you the best way we can and just uh yeah reach out to us the facebook group get mental page is the best way to reach us okay so like we always say be well be gentle get mental because we We all all have have issues no shame take care
Until next time. Thanks for joining us today on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith. To learn more about your hosts, become a sponsor or a guest on Get Mental, or if you have any questions about mental health, visit TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Join us next week at this same time for more talk on all things mental health on Get Mental with Cecile Aarons and T. Smith on The Answer San Diego.